Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast. It's your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., the founder of Black and Green, we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love. This podcast features a refreshing lineup of guests, from entrepreneurs and artisans to holistic lifestylists and clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. Join me as we learn from the best of the best. All right, guys, welcome back to the Black and Green Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with us today. As you guys know, I'm always a love talking to our artisans. At the end of the day, this is why I do what I do. Hearing the stories of Black women, why they create what they create, it gives me so much joy. And I'm so happy to be that you guys have chosen to be in the conversation with us to hear another story. So I'm so happy today we're going to be joined with Yara from Yawani. Did I say that right? Yes. You got also, it. Can you introduce yourself? Um, yeah, sure. So my name is Diara Chukwigui and I'm the founder of Yaoni. I was um, born in Mali, uh, West Africa, but I was raised in um, Paris, France. And um, I've been living in the U.S., uh, precisely in New York for the past 16 years. And I launched Yaoni in 2021. And um yeah, so I'm excited to have this conversation with you today, Christian. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming. So tell me, what drove you to want to launch Yawani? So this is something that I've kind of always wanted to do. I've always been interested in the beauty industry, um, you know, growing up. My mom, my grandmother were very um, into natural remedies and oils and shea butters and all kinds of um, natural ingredients that we would um, import from my home country, from Mali. So I was always interested in like this, like, you know, these simple but natural rituals that were um, from my country. And I always felt like, I was sort of an outsider of the beauty industry, so I never thought that I could. So it's something that was always in the back of my mind, but I never thought that I I could actually do it. Um, And so I've never actually went for it. I had a traditional, you know, background where I went to school, I studied advertising, I worked um, in advertising for a while and marketing, I did even a career um, change to uh, software engineering and product management. But when the pandemic happened, I had, um, you know, loss in my family, and I went through a period of like sort of depression. I was also having hormonal issues and like difficulty conceiving. I suffered um, two losses and. You know, at that moment, I felt like, you know, I needed to go back to these, like, soothing rituals and, like, natural products. Um, I was looking at what I was putting on my skin, what I was eating, you know, because I was trying to get my body to be more healthy, my mind as well. And so that's when I started talking to my mom and telling her, hey, I need these, you know, shea butters that we... um, 
brought from Mali and, you know, I started like really building more of like that connection, that connection with my country that I felt like I had kind of lost after moving here and living here for so long. So how do you think you lost it? I, I don't know. I think that, you know, sometimes when you get caught up in like the things that you feel like society wants you to do and it's just like career and everything else, but then, you know, like when the world stopped and we were confined, it's just like, okay, like the thing that really mattered started mm-hmm. becoming more real, you yeah. know, family and connection and your roots and your sense of being not your job or, you know, all these other things that, you know, you, you, you tend to chase, but then it's like health all of a sudden for everybody was the most important thing. So for me, you know, it was really the, 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 the catapult that, you know, made me launch my brand because I, I had both a desire of like, you know, really using more natural product, less toxic um, ingredients, but also I wanted to reconnect with my roots. So actually um, in 2020, just before the country shut down, I traveled to Mali and um, before then I was, I was kind of like depressed and not doing well mentally. And that trip really like opened my mind and like really made me reconnect with what I felt like I was missing all this time that I wasn't even realizing, which was this connection with my family and my country, my birth country. And I felt so good coming back from that trip that I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to, I'm going to go after this thing that I've always wanted to do, which is launch my own brand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously the country, the world shut down. So it was very challenging after to, actually do it Mm -hmm. but I was really determined like because I really felt like I needed to share my story and Mm -hmm. also share where I'm from and the the good things that we do have I mean you know people are familiar with but it's just like I wanted to put my imprint on the world if that means so it seems like starting your brand was a definitely a personal journey for you. Like you feel like you're coming back to your roots, coming back to yourself. And so it seems like it's been a fantastic um, watching that happen for you and how it felt to you emotionally. But now as you have launched your brand, what's your big dream of the brand? Was making it enough or do you want it to be more than just made? Um, I definitely want it to be more than just me. I have a vision and, you know, I want this to be a legacy, something that I have passed down to mm-hmm. my children. I'm actually expecting a daughter right now. And it's like really important for me. Yeah, to... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, do any time now. And, you know, when I envision this brand, I'm like, you know, even, during the challenging time, I'm like, this is bigger than me. I'm doing this for the future. I'm doing this for the legacy. I'm doing this, you know, I want to expand into, you know, different product categories and, and make it go as far as it can. Like I always try to also, you know, my, my dream and my vision is to also have this two way communication with Mali Um. where, you know, I empower the people back home because, you know, I sourced some of my ingredients from back then. And, you know, when I first launched, I worked with my cousin. We were back home who didn't necessarily have a job, who were mothers themselves and, you know, 
like I know their situations are so different and, you know, I'm here and I'm blessed to have opportunities that they don't have um, in terms of like, you know, providing for uh, a lifestyle for themselves. Um, they depend on, on men when they get married and, um, you know, some of them, if things don't work out, are just left to fend for themselves. And I just want to create like a path for women back home to, you know, become more independent and, 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 and have something of their own, um, you know, to, to really like, you know, they say that women are the, the answer for, you know, the future because they, we raise children and, you know, hopefully change things and improve in education and give yeah. them pathways for careers and, you know, entrepreneurship and things like that. Yeah. So when did you launch the brand? When? Mm-hmm. In March of 2021. So it's been a year, um, a year and a half. Right around the time when you conceived your daughter too, right? Uh, well, uh, no. So I, you know, I had uh, multiple pregnancies, but mm-hmm. um, I had um, two miscarriages before. Mm-hmm. Um, and my daughter was convinced, conceived this year. And it was kind of... Um, almost a, a surprise because at some point, you know, I had kind of like, you know, I needed a break and I just needed to, um, focus on, on like the business kind of almost, and I, I know it sounds silly what I'm about to say, but it's like launching my business last year kind of almost saved me because mm. that's also when I suffered losses after launching the, the business. And, it gave me this, this escape mm-hmm. and this, like, you know, it was kind of almost my baby in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I gave yeah. it the love and the time and attention mm. and it helped me in a way heal, you know? Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, I don't know if I would call it a distraction, but it was something that was mine that I focused all my attention into mm-hmm. and that I really put intention and like, mm my personhood into. So it was a very personal, um, it was, it was, it was definitely more than just business. It was something that I could put my soul into and, and share with the world and, you know, not focus on, on, on loss, but just on creating, if that made sense. Yeah, it does. Do you think that in the process of you creating your brand, the same love and kind of care and momhood you were putting into it, that you also transition to your products. So that way when people use your products, that same kind of love and attention is in the products when we're using it. Right, right. So, I mean, that's definitely in the essence of the brand. So um, just to give you the full story, um, Yaoni means um, be, um, beloved. Mm-hmm. So in my mom's, uh, my grandmother's um, native language, uh, Ya is a short for my mother's name, which is Kadidia. But then Woni means beloved, right? And it became this nickname that she is still called to this day. And you know, every day hearing beloved, like, you know, you, you are loved, you, you are, you are this person that is, is grand. Like I'm carrying like the story of these women who kept, you know, 
reinforcing the love that they have for their children. And the products, in a way, um, you know, I launched with the body butter and and uh, and an oil, a face oil that you can use, you know, in, in a sort of multi-purpose fashion. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of intentional because um, for me, like a body butter is is a is a moment that you know it's like you apply it, you care caressing your skin you know it's usually after a shower and it's a moment that you take for yourself to you know hydrate but it's really just also a moment where you know that is like a self-care moment Mm. um and it is so that was important for me to start with that kind of product because Mm. It's it's something that we all need, like taking in a moment for yourself. And you, I don't know if you're in the shower and you come out and you applying this thing. It's like almost the sensual moment that makes you feel good, you know. Yeah. And then that goes even into the smell of the products. I didn't want to use artificial fragrances, but um, they have like um, essential oils and a very light scent that's just enough to make you feel good. Um, and transport you in like you know almost like a healing moment Mm, yes yes i love that so now we're going to take time for a meditation all right now that we're back the question that keeps sticking with me is what are the products that you created and how do you feel like it's connected in some way to your ancestor, to your family, and told us like back to the specific products that you created that were connected in that way. What are the products that I created that are connected to my ancestors? Yes. Well, um, for example, the body butter has um, shea butter, mango butter, cocoa butter. These are like like the staples of you know products we've used for. Uh, thousands of years that we still use. Um, right now, I was talking to my mom, and she was uh, she's she's coming um, uh, this Friday to to be here for the birth of my daughter, and um, you know she's planning on bringing uh, more she butter from Mali, even though <laughs> I have so much. <laughs> but, uh, it's it's like it's really this tradition, like from when the baby is born, you know, the the grandmother gives gives the first bath that's a tradition mm. and oils the baby from like head to toe with just pure shea butter mm. um, and and then usually that's a shea butter that's ma- made by hand um you know by the woman in the family sometimes the the, the grand, great current mother or great grand aunt uh you know it's made in the village and they import it it's like it's 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 really this this um this moment, it's like such a part of a tradition that it is beyond skincare. It's like a, you know, a ritual or like a healing ritual for the baby, for the skin, like giving them that massage. It's, it's really a full massage, like a full body massage. It can be very like, you know, intimidated when you even first see it from the first time, but they really take the time to massage all the parts of the baby. And, you know, that helps them sleep much better. Um, that helps them like have like flexibility or like stronger um, muscles and and things like that. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm really excited to include these, like incorporate these ingredients into the products at a 
high concentration, but my goal was to also make it that the 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 the, the products are like you know absorbed quicker or mm-hmm. you know because realistically <laughs> you know shea butter is not something you can you know use um on a daily basis on your on your skin right. without you know having that greasy feeling so i worked with a lab here to like maintain that integrity use these ingredients in a high concentration the purity and everything but still have like that high absorbency you know so that was a very challenging you know i know it sounds simple but it's it's not easy to do like without adding artificial ingredients and these these ingredients that make um that happen yes on an artificial level so like you know sometimes you have to and and you you have to compromise Uh and i didn't want to compromise on the quality i didn't want to compromise on the 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 quality of the ingredients but also have to include synthetics create um a different feel you know now we will pause for a moment of meditation with dr crystal jones so wherever you are right now just take a moment to be being your awareness being your truth be in your wholeness Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth. Finding your breath. And instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. So I know one question that is popping out to me is that how are you balancing your self-care after dealing with a loss that you dealt with? How did you remain and kind of hold on to the you. What are the things that you're doing to make sure that you're taking care of yourself? Right. So, um, well, first, first, um, therapy is something that really helped me. I mean, it's something I would recommend anyone uh, who can to have because that. I mean, finding the right therapist also would be uh, an advice. But then also creating simple daily re- rituals that you just mm-hmm. to. Um, you know, can be hard when you're. What are some of yours? Some of mine is like a bath. 
even now, like, you know, taking a bath, like just resets me. (laughs) And, you know, most of the times you, I don't have time. I'm taking showers. I'm so busy with so many things, but like, you know, when I need it and I'm, I'm, I'm like at that point, a bath just really helps. Like, you know, you know, putting oils in the bath and, and just really taking that moment with, with uh, music. It just stops everything yes. in the world and just like be in this moment. Yeah, I love my bathtub, but I have to admit that sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to clean the bathtub. So maybe I just <laughs> <take that>. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's the same. Well, I've been lucky because since I've been pregnant, since I can't really do it, my husband is like, I'm like, oh, I would love to take it back. He's like, oh, okay, I'll clean the bathtub for you. <laughs> I'm really taking advantage of this time period right now. But, um, yeah, I totally get it. Um, yeah, so that's one. Um, just like being in tune with nature too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I live in New York City, so it's not always easy to just be in nature. And what I mean by nature is like really being around trees and not seeing buildings and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like So just, I, I don't know, going to a park sometimes will, will just help, you know, if like you have uh too but then taking like a weekend out to just go in the mountain or just you know even an hour away can just really make a huge difference mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah and then just like you know like comfort food the things that sometimes like i'm a huge foodie and mm-hmm. um having certain food sometimes just like <laughs> makes me happy and feeds my soul. So well, um, our foodie too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely understand that it's so important to make sure that you're always taking care of yourself. But I think it's beautiful that when you're creating bringing, you're giving away a piece of yourself in a way that I don't know if we all, we typically understand when you're getting a, a product that a, a, a shipper, you know, a, a big fa- factory is making, it's a different than mm-hmm. a product that's made by a black woman. Right. Right. Definitely. And, you know, also I, creating something and then having people actually buy that thing and see into your vision, mm. give you that feedback or, you know, when they tell you, oh, I'm using this product and I love it and I love it for this reason and keep coming back and asking for more. It's, it's a feeling I can't describe because it's, you know, you create something out of nothing. Yes. Yes. You create the brand, you create the products, the, the ingredients you want, the packaging, everything is like, it came out of, a vision in your head uh-huh. and it now exists and you put it out in the universe and people interact with it. it it's really um, something I can describe and, you know, I wish anyone could experience um, because it, it really makes you want to keep going and, and just like keep expanding and keep, because it, uh, you know, I'm not going to act like entrepreneurship is easy. Uh, any person who, who has tried or who has a brand or who's trying to do something will tell you it, it has its challenges and, and times where it's hard or you feel like giving up or things don't go as you plan or there's something that happened enforcing. Like recently I had a leak in our um, business storage and a lot of the packaging 
uh, for a new product that we were supposed to launch very soon has been damaged and it's so discouraging you know it's like it's like you have these things that happen that are beyond your control that sometimes mm. you feel like oh what am i doing mm. but then you get a you know customer that tells you oh my god i love this and you know i'm never gonna not buy this product anymore and you're like oh okay <laughs> mm. You yeah. know, I, I must keep going. Exactly. You need you get the motivation right when you're ready to let go sometimes. And I think it's a beautiful practice to learn to let go of the things that are outside of your control. But mm-hmm. also recognizing that things that are outside of your control will come to try to deter you right. all the time. But right. you have to kind of have this faith to keep pushing even when things outside of control try to stop you. So how do you think you found that um, courage to keep pushing even when things outside of control are trying to stop you? So why, when you're, when the package was damaged from the leak, why didn't you just say, okay, we're done. You know, it's like what, what kind of kept you? Was it the getting the positive um, from the customer who said that she liked your project? Is that what kind of pushed you to keep going? I don't, I mean, you know, customers, people loving the brand is one part, but I also think it's because, like I said, you know, to you earlier, like this, this is, this is my legacy. It's bigger than me. Um, you know, I use my mom's name, but you know, I, I can now go to her and say, Hey, I'm giving up on this. It's like, it would almost feel like I'm giving up on her or, yeah. you know, or my family's history. I don't know. This is, um, and, and I knew that when I, I was starting the brand, that if I used that name in a way, it would force me to never give up on it. It's like, you don't give up on your child, you know, things are challenging. You keep going, things happen. It, it It's just, I truly feel like this is, this is my baby and I cannot, uh, cannot stop. You know, it's, it will be challenging you know i may have days where i'm like okay you know what maybe i need to take a break because um you know any business woman uh will tell you you work pretty much every day you know it's like every day there's something to do so you have to force yourself to give yourself a schedule and take these break breaks because that's what keeps you going you know you cannot burn out because you're the person who's the visionary behind the brand you you if you burn out then who who you know so you have to it's not like it's a nine to five you have to give yourself like these times where like allow yourself to to take rest mm. and, um because it, it's not a race it's a marathon so you have to be able to keep going so whatever you need to be able to do that if it's taking a whole full break for even a, a week and you know a vacation away like you'd be surprised but i have a lot of entrepreneur friends and they tell me they haven't taken a vacation in i don't know how many years mm-hmm. um, you know if you were working for someone else you wouldn't do that obviously mm-hmm. so i can understand how sometimes you can get burned out Yes, especially when it doesn't feel like work and it feels like this is this is my thing. I love it. And I love, you know, serving these people and creating these products and interacting with my customers. And and so it feels less like work, but 
because it's your business yeah. to, to work on it 24 seven and it's just not sustainable, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really, um, it's just, it's just really taking the breaks and the, 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 the giving yourself the boundaries you need to keep the marathon going um, mm-hmm. long-term. Has that been a challenge for you to take the breaks or is there another challenge that you know you need to, but it's hard for you to do it sometimes? Sometimes I feel like that. Like I know I need to take a break, but it's hard for me to put my computer down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, definitely it's hard <laughs> to take a break. One other thing that I'd say um, is hard is just, you know, the, the, the financing part of, of things, because sometimes it's like, no matter how big you grow, you always have new challenges. Uh Um, You always have challenging funding the next stage or how to, you know, reinvest in the, in the, in the business, but also Uh allowing yourself like room for growth, like where to allocate funds, uh, what, you know, there's no blueprint really. I mean, you could read a lot online and read podcasts, but it's like, it's a lot of learning by doing. Um, and that includes mistakes as well. Like you, you learn from mistakes you make and you're like, okay, well, next time I won't do that or this didn't work, but it's it's just like, you have to keep trying new things. You have to keep adapting to the market, adapting to the new rules of, advertising marketing all these things or uh, platforms it's it's definitely um it's not easy you know and you know this is probably also why many people give up but mm-hmm. i i would say like you know it's just a, a matter of of okay if this is this thing is not working what else can i do maybe trying tweaking things I'm always experimenting. Basically, this is for me a big experimentation project. Uh, really. Absolutely. You mentioned nine to five earlier. Do you have a nine to five? And is this your side hustle? Or are you spending all your time building your business? Actually, um, not anymore. I'm working full time now on the business, which um I'm also planning on taking a maternity leave, um, which is, I don't know how that's going to work because, I mean, as you know, I I was just saying I'm the main um, fire behind the business. So taking the leave now, the timing is not so great, but I'm trying to put things in place so that I can really have time to bond with my baby and, and, you know, be more hands off, even if I'm in the background, but not on a day to day. Um, but I was full time until um, until the the end of of August. Okay, awesome. I was, I was working a nine to five. Oh, awesome! Um, yeah. How was that balance? How was it trying to work a nine to five and also build your business? Are you happy that you're um, focusing on your business and your your child, or is it a piece of you kind of still wishes that you could have the nine to five? Well. Um, it's 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 a scary move and jump um, to not have 
to be completely reliant on your own efforts for <laughs> getting income. But uh, I'm happy. I'm happy because this is this is what I've wanted, and and um, I'm happy and 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 um, grateful that I, I can I got to that stage. I also feel less of a you know a burden because I'm 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 lucky to have a partner that also can is there to support it's not just me so um I I'm just excited for this next stage oh, yes. I'm I'm really excited to see what I can because I I know it's been extremely challenging working a full-time job and then having a business on the side and while growing a human <laughs> this year, it was <laughs> I was I had a very challenging pregnancy. I was extremely sick, um, and so it was definitely super challenging. So I'm happy that I, I get to, um, you know, have more focus now and uh-huh. have less of my time like spread in all kinds of different directions. Mm. Um. And, you know, it's also allowing me to really um, bet on myself and bet on this thing that I've created and see where it could truly go when my full-time and undivided attention is given um, to it. I like how you focus on focus. I think that um, we're oftentimes women who also have children and have partners and have all these things are often getting pulled in millions of directions. But I think it's a beauty in finding focus and just trying to focus on one thing, give it all of your power and your attention. So I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. And then not everyone um, is lucky enough to be able to do that. You know, I totally understand that for a long time, some people may have to juggle um, different situations to be able to pursue their dream. Um, so, I, I I'm I'm really grateful and blessed and and feel um, extremely happy that I'm finally able to <laughs> give my business my full attention. So. Absolutely. Is there anything else, any kind of last saying or last thing you want to say to our um, listeners? Um, I mean, I, I would say that I'm really happy and grateful for um, Black and Green's audience because they recognize the need for um, supporting Black um, women entrepreneur and healthier alternatives to products like common products that we we use um i don't know if you've read recently the the study about um the 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 chemicals and the the link to um uterine cancer for black women Uh Um, which is not I, i i mean it's now running around social media and like yeah. publications, but it's something I've always known that like I've been saying this since 2017 when I started Biden Green. Exactly. So they're connecting so many things that we just don't know about. Right. And I don't feel like that information was was completely hidden because you know I've always read many 
um, articles about Black women being exposed to more harmful chemicals in the products that we use and things of that sort. But it's just like, feel like people, some people read it and are like, oh, okay, well, and don't take it so, so seriously. So sometimes it helps that these studies come out and, mm. you know, get more attention because any one person that we can get to understand that, hey, exactly. you know, there are better alternatives and, you know, there are platforms like black and green where you can know that you can shop you know um and and use safe products on absolutely Uh, so i'm I'm really glad that platforms like that exist and more recognition and attention is given to this problem um because i definitely feel like um, my grandmother for example died of uh ovarian cancer it's something like, you know, I've known so many of my family that have had breast cancer or, or, you know, different types of cancers. And, you know, you start wondering, hey, you know, what's going on there? Um, so I just I'm just grateful. I just want to say thank you for seeing us. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for shopping on platforms for uh, like Black and Green. Oh, yes. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you so much for supporting us. Without you, there will not be a black and green. And so thank you for joining me on the podcast today. This has been a great one. All right. Thank you so much, Christian. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Black and Green podcast. Did you have more questions for our special guest? Please leave your questions in the comment section. Also, check us out at blkgrn.com. Please subscribe and comment. We love hearing from you. Until next time, buy black and live green.